Hello and welcome to the Profitable Brands Podcast with me, Rebecca, owner of Sugar Branded Branding Agency. We help beauty businesses harness the power of branding so they can grow their client base and earn more money. In this episode, I'm joined by Alexandra Tullock. She's a freelance hairstylist and studio owner. She actually opened her own studio when she was just 24 years old. So in this episode, we're gonna be speaking about her experience of opening her own place at such a young age. And she's also a new mum. So we're gonna be talking about all things mum life and balancing business responsibilities with parenting. So Alexandra, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I um when did I first meet you I actually came and got my hair done with you didn't I a few years ago um ages ago to be fair so long ago now so much has changed since then so you are a mum now you've opened your own studio so you have your hands full yeah Um, obviously I am familiar with you and what you do and the amazing work that you do for your clients but I would love for you to introduce yourself tell us about your journey up until this point yeah so I'm Alexandra. Um, I opened my studio in Bath. It's called AT Studios. Um, I opened it when I was 24. Um, oh, yeah. So it's been nearly two and a half years, which is crazy. It's absolutely flown by. I'm um, so yeah, I opened it on my own. So it was just me. So it was super scary at first. And it was such a big thing to do. Um <laughs> <laughs> we've got baby Isla in the background <laughs> she's like go mom go mom <laughs> um yeah it was do you know what it was such a daunting thing for me to do but I it was always my dream since I was like literally 14 and I think it was obviously after COVID mm-hmm. um, I just thought I've just got to go for it so yeah mm-hmm. opened my studio um, I've got a few girls in there now, so everyone freelances. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just super chilled. Um, we've got hair and beauty as well, which is so okay, nice. Cool. A mixture. Yeah. It's so beautiful, your space. You. So you started off, when did you actually get into hair? So you were kind of like freelancing. You were, have you ever been employed cool. as a hairstylist? Um, so I left school when I was 15, mm-hmm. straight into work. So obviously did an apprenticeship and then I qualified when I was, so I would have been employed obviously when I was an apprentice, but then I went self-employed when I was 18 mm-hmm. and then ever since then. So no, I've not really ever been properly employed as an adult. And was it something that you always wanted to do? Yeah, 100%. I feel really lucky that from such a young age, I knew what I wanted to do um don't get me wrong I feel like you definitely go through phases don't you where you're like you love it more than others uh, (laughs) and then I question my whole life and I'm like what do I want to do do I want to do this but I think the nice thing is there's so many different routes as well that I can go down um in like the hair world and also having the studio um so every day is different really which is actually really nice And I think social media has opened up a lot of possibilities for like people in the beauty industry now as well, because you literally have the whole world at your fingertips, whether you want to go into education or, you know, like have um, workshops, like 
all over the world in different countries like yeah. products it's so much easier to sell products now yeah. online so like you said there are so many different routes yeah. but I think it's natural especially when like you you've always been self-employed it's so easy to start sort of doubting are you making the right career decision like because when you're self-employed you don't have all those extra benefits or kind of safety net of when you're yeah. always been employed and it's always yeah. on you to start making the next yeah. step of your career and grow it um do you feel like that's been your kind of experience with being yeah definitely but I feel like it suits my character yeah I would know what I mean when you said that I could fully get that yeah Yeah. I feel like it suits my character because I feel like I'm constantly thinking what is the next thing and I'm never happy (laughs) yeah (laughs) no not I I am happy but I'm never happy I always feel like I can do better I always feel like there's more I can do and I think that's probably what pushes me to um do more because actually I don't like feeling like I'm just float do you know what I mean yeah I fully get it because when I was like in my like I've always had some sort of business on the side or some sort of entrepreneurial thing I've been working on but when I was like in my nine to five role I always just felt like I wanted to be doing more like having one set role was for me yeah like but yeah. when you're, even they say like obviously you're in hair mm. as a self-employed person and now you have your studio as well you always are doing a million different things like you're wearing all the hats so you, you don't actually have one set hats. role you're doing a million things no. all the time <laughs> yeah and don't get me wrong I feel like I love it and I feel like I thrive off it but mm. definitely now I've had Isla Mm-hmm. It, is a, it is a lot like it, it yeah. can be really overwhelming and I think sometimes I'm like oh my gosh my brain it's a lot it's yeah think about <laughs> how old is Isla now so you you're kind of like a new mum yeah she's coming up to 14 weeks mm-hmm. oh she's so. still small oh yeah she's it's crazy how quickly she's grown though it just yeah. literally flying by yeah and how are you finding like how do you feel like running your business has changed since you've become a mum and what has that change in your life been like for you so far I think it's funny I feel like I'm a walking contradiction because I feel like I was laughing to myself because I was looking through my camera roll yesterday and I was looking at when I had her and I had I was doing an order when I was in labour like I've got a screenshot of an order that I was doing <laughs> while I was in hospital in labor. And I feel like I just, I found it really hard to switch off. Yeah. Like leading up to having her. Yeah. And I think I was in panic mode of, I want to make sure everything's sorted for the girls. I want everyone to be happy while I'm off. Um. So I think it was really hard to switch off before. And then I think since I've had her, I feel like, I am such a contradiction because some days I'm like, oh, I don't want to think about it at all. And then other days I'm like, I need to do this. I need to do this. So yeah, I think I'm trying to find my balance of being present mum and business. Yeah, it's such a juggle. And I think most of the people listening to this could relate because I know that a lot of my audience and my clients are mums. And for me, like in my experience, what I found was, especially when they're tiny, like mm. you have to remind yourself and remember that you are kind of now doing two more than full-time jobs. Like having a business is more than a full-time job. Having a baby is a 24-7 job. Yeah. And that's like very like 
that's like a vet because she's only like 14 weeks old that's such a new thing and then also you're also exhausted to yeah. another level that you've never been before so I feel like it's so natural to feel like you maybe like not lose interest in your business but you feel mm. like oh do I have to do that because it's more so that you're exhausted it's not that you're mm. losing passion for what you want to do or yeah. losing motivation it's because your body's and your mind's literally saying I'm at like capacity there's only yeah. things you can do yeah and you know what's so funny I was saying to my dad about this mm. I feel like I've felt more resentful yeah which is really sad because I've never felt like that towards the business but I think yeah. since having a baby I think you have moments where like oh some people have a year off yeah and they <laughs> get to be so present and I think I have moments where I'm like oh I wish I had that but then I have moments yeah. where I'm like no I don't want that because actually yeah. I love my business yeah and it is my other baby so I don't know I just feel like I'm literally a huge massive contradiction yeah you just don't know if you're like here or there but the other thing I would say as well is like if anyone's listening and maybe like you're not a mum yet and you're nervous about like what it's going to be like juggling business and being a mum I would say that while like you don't get the standard support for like maternity leave as they get older but you'll be so grateful that you have a job that energizes you that you love because I know a lot of other mums who maybe just have like a normal job that they're not passionate about they all the time they're away from their kids or their kids are in childcare. they have to drag themselves to a job that they don't want to be there they're not passionate about yeah probably like when you go back to work full-time you'll probably feel so energized after coming back from work even if you're actually exhausted you'll feel passion again yeah and the other great thing is that when you have your own business you can be flexible as well so like for me my eldest he's gonna be six soon um which is crazy when I like came and got my head over with you he must have been he must have been tiny tiny. yeah Yeah. um so he's gonna be six and the fact that I can just go and do things that he needs me to do at the drop of a hat I can go on school trips I can go and I don't have to ask anyone to get this time off um is amazing as well so it swings and roundabouts really 100% yeah I totally agree with you and I think that's also what I have to remind myself is actually when I do start to I mean I've even started picking little bits I know it's crazy because she's only 14 weeks but <laughs> but it's just me as a person but yeah. I've started picking just little things up now and actually I can feel like my passion because I do love like I love having the business I love having all the girls there and I love my clients so actually I can feel the passion will come back it's yeah. just I think your mind is elsewhere when you've just it had will yeah yeah trust me I even feel like that even day to day like say if I have a whole weekend with the kids I my brain is so like gone to mush yeah. that the thought of like going and coping with work I feel like I can't even cope with the work I have yeah. to do but as soon as I have like half an hour child free I'm like oh I'm back on it now. Like I'm yeah. fully functioning. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? We're just honestly amazing. Like, I know. When I just about, I just think like we juggle so many hats as women. Yeah. And especially when you become a mum, you know, you do, you do do it. Like you yeah. find a way to make it work, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you also learn so much about yourself as well when you're doing both things. And yeah. the other thing I would say is like I feel like when you become a a mom you get strong with your boundaries with your work which almost benefits everyone because it's like before you have kids you only have to worry about yourself so you can go with less rest you don't have to like 
you could spend 24 seven on your business if you want to but when you have someone else to take care of it's really important that you also have time for yourself so that you can take care of them so I think you get stronger with oh, your boundaries too you get more savage basically yeah <laughs> I can do you know what I can feel that already I can feel that yeah. since I've become a mom I'm like oh, like not taking yeah. any I'm, I'm not taking yeah. any <laughs> I'm not taking any, any zoom. <laughs> yeah. And I love that for us. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned your dad. Yeah. You actually told me that you guys are, he's basically like your business partner, right? Yeah. What has that been like? That must be really cool having your dad there to support you. Like and have something yeah. that we're doing together. He has honestly been amazing. And he, obviously I was, yeah, 24 when I wanted to start the business when I was thinking about, I mean, I was younger, but when I really started to get everything rolling. Yeah. And him and my partner were the main people that were like, no, you have to do this. This will be amazing. Yeah. So two men in my life pushing me yeah. to um, create the business. And uh-huh. I'm so grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, I wouldn't say actually a lot of women around me were... I was enthusiastic. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, and it's almost like it's so funny because as you were saying that, I was literally thinking exactly what you said because, and I don't, I don't think it's always in, and I don't know, like obviously from what happened with you, but I feel like it's not always from a that the women are trying to hold you back. It's that maybe this might be like a massive, um, like stereotype or like, but I feel like because I've had the same like men in my life have been more like yeah go for it like just go for it yeah. and we'll push you whereas women are more like cautious, cautious. Or, yeah, 100%. yeah and more and I think more nervous for you is what yeah. I experienced yeah so honestly I think and I, I say it to both of them I I mean I'd like to think I would have done it without them but they yeah. helped me to feel more confident to yeah. just go for it yeah um, but I think you have to give yourself credit as well because I think that obviously it was you that even had the idea to begin yeah, with yeah. to put action in place and I think yeah. also like by the sounds of things the type of person that you are I think anyone in business whether you're like a man or a woman you mm. have that kind of bit of like risk taking about you or like that yeah. you're willing to push yourself out of your comfort zone generally yeah but I do still think as women we are can be a little bit more cautious actually. Yeah. I needed a nudge, basically. I just needed a little nudge to be like, you've got this. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, yeah. (laughs) Yes, mom, yes. (laughs) Right, come on, pay me attention now. Um, Um, Yeah, my dad's been amazing and I'm really lucky that he's got an MBA. So really kind of sat down from the get-go and just taught me everything that he knows and continuing to teach me because there's so much to know and so much as well yeah Um, and yeah it's just nice to have his perspective on things and yeah I'm really lucky that my dad's been a part of that and it's hilarious because it's like yeah literally a 60 year old man yeah he's basically the manager of of, of the studio (laughs) he loves it he absolutely loves it and he obviously has a lot of experience if he's 60 and I think there's like experience is so valuable because otherwise I imagine if he wasn't there you would be sort of winging a lot of things and just kind of learning a day which is fine that's what most people do and it usually works out fine but it's really helpful to have someone there with that experience 100% even then I still feel like I'm winging it sometimes yeah so yeah it but it really helps having someone that is yeah confident in that kind of business world and even just like the numbers there's so much behind the scenes that you 
are so naive about yeah and actually what, yeah what sort of things I'd love to know what was like if your dad was here what would be the top tips he would give to someone else trying to open their own studio so I think probably the thing that shocked me the most is doing the VAT yeah and how on it you have to be and you know we obviously have to sit down I, I think it's um someone said something to me the other day they said people want you know everything good that comes from a business mm -hmm. but actually they don't realize behind you know behind like closed doors actually you have to constantly sit down go through your books mm -hmm. make sure you're doing all your VAT properly um like rising costs of products mm -hmm. um you know there's so many things even like having baby mm -hmm. obviously I've had to work out how can the business stay afloat while I'm off what can I do yeah. when I back mm -hmm. there's just so many you know things and it's mainly financial yeah really have to like be on it with mm, because at the end of the day like every business is there to make money so yeah. and where things changing so quickly now with like the costs and rising prices of things yeah. you really have to keep on top of it mm. like you said yeah so yeah I think it's just yeah I think probably but also you know dealing with people yeah managing obviously I don't manage the girls but mm -hmm. it is also a studio with you know people in there and I have to make sure that everyone's happy yeah and you know that can be quite hard sometimes especially when you feel like I said it's hard for me to be present sometimes obviously yeah. just a baby yeah um, so yeah there's so many different parts to it I think with opening like a studio and yeah. um, in some ways I'm I'm like, maybe it's good that I went in more naive. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you probably would have never done it. Yeah. It's not the same case for probably being a mum as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's probably good actually that I um was a bit oblivious to what it entailed. <laughs> um, but I love it. But yeah, you know, nothing good comes easy. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I would, so when you obviously open your studio, you have four girls that are freelance, right? Did you ever consider um, like doing it on, on an employed basis or was it always going to be like you're creating this I, Yeah, good question. I So I had that conversation with my dad and I think for me personally, obviously I don't know what the future, you know, would hold, but I think right now it just wouldn't work for me mm. personally, because I think it would require a lot more energy and time. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, it's a lot of responsibility. And I don't know if that is what I, if that's what I would be good at right now. Yeah. Um, I also feel like I've obviously experienced being in other salons and yeah. actually the hair and beauty world. I do believe people work better when they freelance. Yeah. Um, people don't like being controlled. Yeah. Is what I've personally seen. And I think actually, I love how the girls in the studio are, you know, they can, there's obviously there's, there's rules and, mm -hmm. you know, respect in the space and mm -hmm. et cetera. But I think it's so lovely that everyone can kind of run their own businesses under yeah. one roof and I think that's really been a big important thing to me mm. um, but then there's also pros to having people employed so it really depends doesn't it yeah it really yeah depends. I think when you're when you've been a business owner and you have been self-employed I think you almost and obviously some people love being employed like it's mm -hmm. not to say that everyone wants to be self-employed yeah. but I think 
when people have the motivation and passion for what they do, like it's nice for you to offer off the opportunity for someone to be freelance and manage, like create their own business for themselves. Because I know a lot of times when people are employed, they almost can feel like a bit like squashed, but we all yeah. know like, the amazing feelings and like yeah. the wins we get as a self-employed business owner. So it's really nice to be able to create the space for someone else to enjoy that too and be in control of their own career. Exactly. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I think that's been really important to me, definitely. Yeah. I um would love to know, this is my last question for you, but obviously you were pretty young when you opened up your own space and obviously yeah. everyone is on their own journey. Um, So you can't compare one journey to another, but mm-hmm. if someone's listening and they feel like they are like a younger person in the industry or maybe they've literally just kind of finished college and they know they want to open their own space yeah what would be your tips in terms of like mindset like you know feeling ready to take that step as a younger person did you ever doubt yourself because you were younger or what was that kind of yes that was a massive kind of hold up of mine um I didn't actually tell anybody that I was doing it apart from like family yeah so I didn't tell anyone I worked with I didn't really tell any like many friends at all um and that sadly came from me feeling that I would be judged for doing it so young because I, I don't yeah. know people oh, wow. are funny aren't they it's sad but that's how I felt anyway yeah and um I think you just have to not care what people think. Yeah. I think you do just have to go, do you know what? If I've got it in me, I've just got yeah. to go for it. And yeah. sadly, not everyone is always going to, you know, champion you. But I think you just have to, you just got to go for it, haven't you? You mm. don't know until you try. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, you're, I think you know when you're ready. Because I think for me, it did kind of click. And I thought, no, I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. It almost feels like a door's open and we have yeah. to through it at that point. Yeah. And then once yeah. you start, and I think once you like go look at properties and once you start getting like the brand together, yeah, envisioning what you're gonna do, yeah. um, it just gets so exciting. And I think that yeah. pushes you on to be like, no, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. And I think whatever age you are, if you're willing to put the work in at the end of the day, no one's gonna be able to say anything to you. Like once you've got it done and you've put in the work people are going to have nothing to say because you're going to have shown them that regardless of what age you are, you made it happen and that you can be really proud of yourself for that. And in some ways, I actually think doing it younger, if you can, yeah, actually works in your benefit because you've got more energy. Yeah. You've got so much drive. Yeah. Younger. So I feel like actually um, it was the best time for me to do it. And I think now I've been able to have obviously Isla. Yeah. Obviously, at a and young you got age. that out of the way yeah yeah and I think it's just yeah I'm really grateful that I did just go for it and I didn't wait until I was like 30 or 35 yeah. or something yeah but like you say everyone's journeys are so different it's just what feels right for you isn't it yeah yeah well thank you so so much it has been so nice chatting with you I'm gonna let you go because <laughs> baby Isla's been so good <laughs> she's been good but as hey. well She's just shouted at TV. <laughs> Getting really passionate about what is it she's watching? Dancing through. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I'm that person. I had to I had to somehow occupy her while we did yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Coco Melon, like anything like that is needed sometimes. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so, so much. You yeah. so fun. I to can't wait to share this with everyone. I hope you enjoyed this most recent episode of the Profitable Brands podcast. Remember, if you have any questions about any of the content we spoke about in this episode, you can always reach out to me directly on Instagram. My account is at sugarbranded. And there's so many different ways I can support you on your branding journey to start growing your business, opening yourself up to new opportunities, launching a product line, or just getting your first few clients. All of the information on my branding services can be found in the details of this episode. So thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.